All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's time for the Wally Mathot Show. Now, here are your hosts, Brent Wallace and Mark Mathot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wally Mathot Show. I'm Brent Wallace, and he is Jacob Chickren's agent, Mark Mathot. Uh, <laughs> do you want to, I don't know, uh, got any updates for us, Meth? Uh, no, I, it, it was simple. I mean, I, I just um, was in contact with some people and... Um, the, the the overall message that I was getting was that, you know, he is very much interested in coming here and helping out this group here in Ottawa. And that was something that I think needed to be conveyed. And I was just uh, trying to help out. But yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've had the pleasure of golfing with him and his dad uh, several years back. We were at Rideau View when they were in town and um, really good guy, really good family. That's why normally I don't post stuff like this advocating for a player, but um, I know him enough now just from those little quick encounters that I've had. He's a genuinely great human being and he works his tail off. I mean, this kid is a machine off the ice. So uh, between him and his dad, Jeff, who obviously has some NHL pedigree as well. Um, I see it a good fit, but it just comes down to numbers and whether or not both sides can make it work. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And I'm going to get to that in just a sec. Today's show, as always, brought to you by our good friends at Ridge Rock Brewery. Uh, just a reminder, you can order online, mix and match, do whatever you want. As you can see, I even brought them with me. Uh, yeah, on vacation. I hey, that. But the, I will try and consume them the best I can. Uh, try the Amber Ale, the Blonde, the American Pale Ale. They've got a bunch, even a delicious stout. Uh, get home delivery. Uh, last week, by the way, Matt, someone posted on our YouTube show that uh, they got delivered within two hours after ordering it. So use nice. the Wham Show coupon. Go to ridgerockbrewco.ca 
uh, and get 15% off. That's like, where else do you get this? You can't get discount beer in Ontario. This is nope. an exclusive offer. By the way, you and I are going to do deliveries at some point. Uh, we might even Fuck throw no. in and we'll see if we can get one of your old sticks. I'm not doing any of that shit. Yes, we are. You can do we it. Totally. I've ordered you a uniform and everything. Just uh, like the old I, that, man guy. That was like, well, when I first got to Ottawa, I, I can't remember if Craig was involved with this particular thing, but they had me deliver Coke, like Coca-Cola in a Coke truck. And I was I driving this. it. Yeah, I had the outfit on and everything during the yes. uh, during that summer. So it was it was interesting. See, you're but, perfect. But you're a veteran. They had me in grocery stores, like having to like <laughs> you know go up to people and off. And like I think the point was to see whether they'd recognize me or not. Nobody had a goddamn <laughs> clue who I was. It was humiliating, even on the street. So, um, you know, I hadn't played a game yet at that point, right? So it was a new experience, but lots of fun. I just felt like I throw that out there because you were mentioning uh, yeah. Caldehan's company. Yeah. And perfect. And now you, since you're a veteran, it'll be no problem for us to drive around. So uh, we'll be delivering at some point. Um, now back to the Jacob Chikrin thing for a sec. And the reason sure. is I'm not getting into the hockey Canada stuff. Cause I, I want to see just how this all plays out. But my point is yeah. if there's any issues with Batherson or Formanton, which I don't know, um, my suspect, my suspicion is, and the people I've heard around the league is, if anything happens, it may be a suspension for them uh, yeah. or any of the players, and it could be up to a year. Yeah. If that's the case, it plays a factor in how they go about filling out this roster and whether or not that has an implication. If they're trying to move Formanton to bring in Chickren or whatever, that yeah. would be a problem. So all that cool. still has to be, I think, figured out and yeah. settled before there are any more moves made by the Ottawa senators. That's all. Yeah. That's what, I, no, that's what I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I think, and that's the key is that it's, it's everything that we've seen is awful, obviously, yeah. particularly that 2003 incident, which we don't need to get into other than let's let all the facts come out, let the investigation play out. Um, obviously big changes need to be made. Uh, I'm just basically saying yep. everything, everything that everyone's already heard. I don't need to repeat everything, but it's a serious thing that I think, we need to understand that before we start jumping to conclusions on either side, like just wait till it plays out, make sure that everyone's taken care of and the right decisions are made. And then we can move forward. I just don't want to call for anybody's head yet before knowing exactly who's involved. So the only, and that when you say don't want to call for anybody's head, I I'm okay with that when it comes to the players until that is all sorted out. Yeah. I would like to see hockey Canada. Oh yeah. I'm, I probably, I'm I would like to see I'm everybody addressing change. the players. Yes, yeah. Listen, I, I want to be clear here. This yes. isn't, I'm not some apologist. Like I'm, I mean, I've got, I've got a daughter. Okay. Yeah. I just, um, like I said, when it comes to the players, people, as we all know, in today's world, um, can jump to conclusions sometimes before all the facts come out. I just want to wait until we know all the information yep. before we can give an honest take. Yep. That's all I'm saying. I just, the, the hockey Canada stuff at the top really bothers me because we know yeah. what's happened. Well, and I believe that the adults in the room have done a, a terrible job of basically being adults and they've let this all be covered up and continue to yep. be covered up. So hey, fair enough. I, that's where I want to see is the change at hockey Canada sure. before anything else. Um, yep. And moving on. Um, and that is, there has been, uh, a bit of change with the sense and that's Matthew Joseph just recently signed, uh, which was a four year, $11.8 million deal, 2.95 per year. I think yep. that's very fair for a guy that you think you can move up and down your lineup, much like a Nick Paul, he can fit in anywhere. He's young. It's great speed, great attitude. I like the deal. I don't have any issues with the money. No, I, I think it's, 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 
it reminds me a lot of the deal that I had signed right after my my entry level qualification deal that I was making like I think it was one million a year those two years right after my but my last deal that I'd signed while still being an RFA was a four year deal at three million per almost the ident the same deal as Matthew Joseph so um, yeah no I, I it's a great signing I mean first of all I loved his game. When he did come into Ottawa, I thought he picked off right where he left off in Tampa. You know, you sometimes wonder how yep. a player's going to, how that play is going to translate into a new organization. Um, and, and, and you're going from, you know, a two-time Stanley Cup team <laughs> that you may or may not have been insulated into another team that's toward the bottom of the basement in a rebuild uh, or coming out of a rebuild, whatever, wherever they're at. But in any case, uh, big fan of that deal. Um, his numbers were pretty good. I mean, he's a good role player that can play up and down your lineup. Hopefully, I'm hoping they can get him to start killing some penalties because he's not going to get a lot of special teams, obviously, when it comes to your power play. Um, I know he can kill penalties, and he does, but I'd really like to see him take on that role. Like, imagine imagine him in Formington killing penalties for you on the same line. I mean, you're, you're just shitting your pants on the blue line trying to get a puck through, and if they block that and they create a foot race, I mean, all the shorties those two are going to get. So um, they've got great endurance. Great athletic ability. They're both in fantastic shape. So in this particular situation, big fan, Wally. I do like it. Now, uh, one of the things I want to talk about uh, before we move on to our, our guest for today, uh, yeah. another superstar in our show, is um, on Sports Interaction, sportsinteraction.com slash Wally Mathot. They have all the best odds. They are Canada's odds maker. There is uh, an update, and that is the Ottawa Senators to make the playoffs. Plus 175, yes. Minus 250 is no. So clearly, they still believe that no is what's going to happen. If they were to get Chikrin, I'd love to see how this changes. But as of right now, I, as the season gets closer, Meth, are you going to come with me to the playoff side? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and when I answered that playoff question, that was before they had made some of these big moves. Uh, I don't like, I mean, I can make just for fun a, a random prediction, which which is completely empty and, and of no value whatsoever <laughs> because I haven't seen them play as a group yet. And that and that, that in itself will take, you know, a couple of weeks, a full training camp, maybe even a little bit of the, the, the first chunk of the regular season before they all really get comfortable with each other. But I guess my short answer would be I'm still very much undecided slash leaning towards just outside looking in. I would love to be with you in this Wally, uh, but I would not be giving you a genuine answer if I said so. So I, now this can change. My answer is fluid right now. This season hasn't started. So we'll see. I, I will continue to wear you down until you just get on board. That's how it's going to play. <laughs> hey, nobody wants the team to make the playoffs. I guess well, I shouldn't say that, but more than I do. I mean, I like you and I and Craig, yeah. we benefit from this. I mean, I want to continue talking about the Ottawa senators after may like I, I genuinely in a want positive light. Exactly. Like so, we can still talk about him, but I want so, to talk so about something. If anybody good for ever kind of questions like where our minds are at, like, first of all, my takes are always going to be very realistic. I was critical initially to a degree with the prospect of bringing in G or even to bring cat. Like, like I, I'm going to look at both sides of the argument. So I don't want yeah. people thinking, well, Mark's just negative or no, I'm just trying to be very honest and, and legitimate in my assessment of these acquisitions, because just because you're getting a guy that had X amount here, it doesn't mean it's going to translate. So that's all I'm I, doing. I totally agree. I, I, yeah. I'm fully on board. And in fact, I prefer that you don't agree with me because that makes the show much more entertaining. <laughs> uh, to, to, so go to Sports Interaction. There is a couple other things. There's another one about who's going to win the Maurice Richard trophy. And obviously, Austin Matthews is one of the front runners, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid. It's his to Alex, lose. 
Alex Debrinkat, oh, who's on today's show, yeah. is tied with Barkov and Johnny Goudreau in at number 10. Yeah, no, Brinksy's awesome. He's a sick player. I mean, he's no, I never realized how insane his junior numbers were. Like, I knew he played yeah. there. I knew they, he did well. But, like, to come in and have that impact right away. So, we, my point is, we know that the potential is there. But there are a lot of variables involved. Having a really good decor. Having an insanely good power play. Yep. Right? Like, having guys that can dish the puck to you. Not just one or two players. So, you know, it's they're, Ottawa's going to get there. Like, the, the, they look unbelievable right now as far as projections go. Uh, but right now, in the present, for him to beat Austin Matthews and get that trophy, I mean, come on. That's bold. I don't see it happening this season. I know, but I want him to get to 50. I just want him to get to well, 50. Just because you want him to, you know, it doesn't <laughs> I... make it so, Wally. I want that's a fair. lot of things, too, you know, yeah. but I have... I've got four dogs to take care of and two kids. You know, I, I can barely afford to get by here. It's fair. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> Alex DeBrinkat, if you don't already know, is our guest on today's show. He's obviously recently been traded to the Ottawa Senators uh, and yeah. now may make up one third of the Sens second line, which we've all penciled in. Actually, I think we've written it in Sharpie. Uh, Tim Stutzla and Claude Giroux on that line. We look forward to it. That interview brought to you by Ridge Rock Brewery. Um, Matt, I know my background looks different. I'm on vacation. Yeah. But so where, there, where are you? Where are you? I'm in, I'm in Blue Mountain in Collingwood, Ontario. Nice. So every year before the law, uh, before the pandemic, we used to come here every summer just for a brief getaway. And so uh, this is our first time back in three years, but awesome. I'm committed to the show. So they're all at the pool. And in fact, I prefer the quietness. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep us here for the next four hours. Um, and drink all those beer, but all the beers. Behind yeah. You. See, being always the, I, I'm always prepared. That's what it is. Um, so what have you guys, what have you, have you done any fun activities while you're there? Like, what do you, do you go mountain biking? What the hell are you doing on the mountain so in the summer? There's tons of stuff. One is uh, they like to run. Well, my son likes to run straight up the mountain. Um, two is they have a roller coaster through the mountain. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, zip lining and airbag drops. And uh, there's mini golf. There's a ton of activities plus live music. And just, it's relaxing just to hang out, right? You park. And you don't have to go and you don't have to drive anywhere because yeah, there's rest, right? Just, so you just sit there. It's like just hang out. if you have do they have there. like do they have like a bunch of like nice little restaurants or shops yeah. and stuff like that? Oh, that's cool. Right on. Yeah. And so uh a few years ago, they have an Elvis thing here in Hollywood every year. Uh, well, at least they did. And so one night they had a bunch of Elvis impersonators, and my my kids loved it. Like it was it was a pretty cool show. It gets jammed. Nice. It's pretty, yeah, nice. no, it's good. I like it here. What there was one year the Leafs were having their rookie camp here at the same time. Um, long time ago. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, oh, by the way, um, is there like a chicken or a rooster uh, in your background? Speaking of backgrounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is hey. What? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh, it's animated. This is great for the people listening. It's from Moana. <laughs> my, my kids, it's one of their favorite movies. I've never and seen it. This chicken, this chicken, in my opinion, is one of the funniest parts of the sh of the movie. And I don't know why I'm here talking about Moana on a hockey podcast, but in any because case, it's it in was your on background. the floor. Yeah, yeah, it was on the floor, and I put it up there beside uh, Neil. It's actually right beside Neil Dog. So, oh, well, that makes complete sense. Two chickens, side by side. <laughs> Matt, I'm trying to get him back on the show. For the <laughs> love of God. That's all good. I'm all right. Uh, coming up. We're going to have uh, Alex to bring here. We're going to chat lots of stuff, including whether or not he can get to 50 goals. Hey, eh? um, don't go anywhere. You're watching the Wally Mathon show brought to you by Ridge Rock Brewery.
Uh, it's our pleasure to bring in uh, one of the new faces of the Ottawa Senators, Alex Debrinket, Brinksy, as he's known, or the cat. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. What are you doing on your summer? Uh, not much, honestly. Um, just raising my new baby boy. Um, trying to spend a lot of time with him before the season starts. And um, I live on a lake, so try to get on the lake as much as possible. But um, yeah, no, not, not too much. So you say you say you're on a lake. Whereabouts are you? Like, is it a cottage? Um, we're in Michigan, like Metro oh, okay. Detroit area. So um, I wouldn't really call it a cottage. Like my parents <laughs> live twenty minutes away. So yeah, um, yeah. and but and, yeah, there's, and there's the baby, the baby sleeping is the baby sleeping pretty good too. That's always a question we have for players that have newborns. Yeah, he's been good to us. We're very lucky. So. Um, yeah, and obviously my wife's been been great with that. So um, it's always I'm not important. Up too much during the night, <laughs> so she's doing most of the work. Right on, man. There's a, there's a lot of dads who are unhappy with you at the moment. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, that makes two of us right here. By the way, um, so who? Wait, wait. Before you, because you mentioned you were there in the summer. Who are you training with there, Brinksy? Are there any other players that you're with there uh, in the gym? Um. Yeah, I train with. Well, just Tyler Irvine. He played in the AHL and East Coast um, last last year. But um, I do Ian Max training, which is a guy in Chicago, and um, Kaner uses him. A couple of guys from our team used him, and um, I've used him for the past three years. I want to say so. Sorry, my dog's scratched at the door. But, um, <laughs> it's all good. He, uh, yeah, he's been good to us. So I just use the gym here, and um, I have a trainer that I've used um here for quite a bit and um you know he helps me out when i need it and is is that the same guy is that the same guy that was training um uh, duncan keith like is he the guy that has the different sort of philosophies that are that require like special equipment and stuff uh no no different guy okay. the completely yeah, unrelated guy. okay all right I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh you've had a, a bit of time here now for the trade to have worn off uh now that you've had i guess time to sit back at it what's it like for you knowing you're coming to Ottawa to play on a team that's that's generally pretty excited a to have you and b uh the fans are excited for this season to begin yeah I mean I'm uh very excited obviously um you know had some time to think about it and and just take it all in and I couldn't be more excited to be on a team that's going in the right direction um obviously they've made a couple moves after me that have made the team better and um I'm super excited to play with that young core and should be a lot of fun to play and, um, you know, play the right way and hopefully win a lot of games. Have you spoken to many of the players at all? Has anyone reached out to you? I'm sure they have, but uh, like guys like, like maybe captain or, or any of the other boys on the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brady was the first one to reach out to me right after the trade. And then, um, other guys trickled in, um, as the day went on. And then, um, uh, just over time, I've talked to a lot, a lot of guys, um, I went to Ottawa a couple weeks ago and I saw um, Giroux there. So I met him. Nice. Um, Norris lives in Michigan. So I just skated with him last week and um, just getting to know some of them a little bit better is, is nice and makes you a little more comfortable for camp. Big time. Yeah. How long did it take for Shane Pinto to be the guy to reach out to you since he ended up giving you his number? Yeah, that was uh, the day after, I think. Actually. <laughs> so he, he wasn't uh, right away. He texted me um, the next morning, I think. I was at workout, and I see his – he texted me, and 
um, just offered up the number. So I was happy to accept it. I've been the number for quite a bit now. Um, but you know, it was, it was very nice of him to offer that. I, I think I owe him something, maybe a couple of I was going to ask you. So. so what's, what's the, what's the price usually and Brixie, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but usually it's a Rolex, something of that nature. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could get him a Submariner, something a little cheaper maybe, but have you thought about it at all? Uh, I haven't thought about it too much. I mean, he was being pretty nice about it. So I was like, what do you want for it? He's like, nothing, take it. So, um, but I, I'll have to do something for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if a Rolex is in the picture, but <laughs> maybe a couple dinners. Well, I'll, I'll get him something nice. Fair enough. Um, what is the significance to 12? Is there a reason? Um, there's not, not much significance. That was just what I wore in um, Erie when I played there. And obviously I had success there. So now it's more of a, a superstition, I would say. And I just wanted to keep the number if I could. And um, I was lucky enough. He, he offered it up, but I would have been fine moving numbers as well. Yeah, I, I'd probably want the same number if I was getting over 100 points in junior as well. So I can understand where that's coming from. Sorry, Wally, I won't get into the junior talk you just yet. Go ahead. Well, speaking of that, let's just go right to our pearls of wisdom. So Brinksy, this is where we bring in some some notes that people may not know about you. Uh, pearls of Wisdom uh, by John Proberg, brought to you by BEI Bonisher Excavating Inc., helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. If you need some uh, landscape needs or aggregate, go see them. BonisherExcavating.com, uh, 432-1120. BonisherExcavating.com. All right, Brinksy, here we go. Three, as in the number of three straight 50-goal and 100-point seasons in the OHL. Only second player to ever accomplish that feat, I'm sure you know. 332 points, by the way. Uh, the most by uh, in the Erie Otters that you had for those three years was the most in CHL at the time. Uh, 160 goals scored in your first five seasons. That's the third most in Blackhawks history behind a couple guys like Jeremy Roenick and Denny Savard. 19.2%. Uh, that's the percentage of Blackhawk goals scored in 2021-22. That's the third most in the NHL. Uh, and two, 40-goal seasons since 2018-19. Only Matthews, Dreisaitl, and Ovechkin have more with three. So it's been a pretty good five years for Alex Dabrinkat. If I were to ask you to sum up your first five years, how would you say they've gone? Um, well, I think I started off um, well, I think – we underachieved that my first year, definitely. I think we had a team to maybe do something a little bit better than we did, um, ran into some injuries or whatever it may be. But um, for me personally, I just was happy to be in the league and, um, you know, doing my part. I think <clears throat> I had a lot of fun that year. I learned a lot. And um, obviously the next year, everything just kind of obviously not team-wise, but um, for me personally, everything kind of went right. Everything was going in. Um, I had 41 goals that year. And, you know, I think you kind of take that for granted going into the next year. Uh, everything probably went wrong. And I um, only ended up with 18 goals that year. Um, <clears throat> only. Wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, compared. No, I so, I'm just um, not messing with you. Um, yeah, I just, I felt like I was still playing well, but. It wasn't going in. I was hitting posts or whatever it may be. It just wasn't wasn't working out for me. So that's the big year for me, honestly. I think that's what um, you know. I give a lot of the credit to of me building as a player, and um, <clears throat> you know, I had to learn to do other things right to be effective or um, still be in the lineup, I guess, and and 
you know, contribute to the team. So that's the big year that I think um, obviously it sucked going through and it wasn't fun um, to go through that, but it really did make me a better player. And, um, you know, you just get that drive back and, um, you know, take nothing for granted. I think these past two years I've kind of <clears throat> just never wanted to let off the gas. You don't want to go through another season like that and you want to help the team as much as possible. And I think, Obviously, I've played with some some really nice players, um, really good players in Chicago, and I've learned a lot um, about my game and and about how to improve my game. So, definitely a lot of good coaches there, and um, you know, good players to to really learn from. And that was kind of my biggest thing of my first uh, five years is just keep learning. And um, you know, you can never do enough. I think that's a, a big thing I learned from Kaner and Tasers. They're on the ice last pretty much every practice you know they've won three cups they've won consummates whatever awards they've won um they've done it all and they're still out there trying to get better they want to be the best and that was the biggest thing i picked up is you know you can never be satisfied with what you've done and um you know i'm happy to have have gone through that and um you know be with those guys for that amount of time okay so what's playing i mean here you are you your first year of Erie is Connor McDavid as your center. And then it's Dylan Strome for, I think for the last two years, now you've got Taves and Kane and, and the stars that are in Chicago. Um, what's it like, I guess, to play alongside Patrick Kane as your line mate? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Honestly, I think some of the stuff he does, even watching him in practice, you're just like, how is that even possible? Like um, it's, it's a lot of fun to play with him. He's always, um, wanting the puck and, and wanting to move it to me. Obviously that's uh, how I score a lot of my goals is just finding that, that soft area. And um, he's definitely a guy who can get it to me. So um, that was a, a ton of fun. And um, yeah, I mean, I definitely learned a lot from those guys. Is, is Kane going to miss you not having someone to dish to? Uh, I'm sure he'll be fine, but we did have good chemistry. So um you know, but I'm sure he'll find that with someone else. He's a, he's a pretty good player. He can kind of do it on his own. Patrick Kane has assisted on 72 of your 160 goals, 45%. So there is some talk that you can't get anything done without having Patrick Kane as your winger, which just dispels the proof. I'm, and you've proved it in, in Erie that you just score goals. Like, is, are you just naturally gifted at scoring goals? Or is there something that you figured out? I, like, it's amazing how easily it seems you can put pucks in the net. Uh, I mean, there's no, no special thing I have that other people don't. Um, I think it just, you know, sometimes it goes in. I feel like I get lucky a lot, honestly. I think, uh, you know, I, I try to work on my shot a lot in summers and, and work on quick release. And I think, um, you know, my shot's maybe not the hardest, but I've got a pretty good release and maybe that fools the goalie sometimes. So, um, and also a lot of backdoor tap-ins. I think when you're playing with Kana, you get a lot of backdoor tap-ins. So um, a lot of credit to the guys I've played with. And um, But, yeah, I just try to do the best I can, get the pucks back in the, in the corners and, um, you know, find my way to that slot area. I think you're being – you're probably being a little modest, which, which I admire, by the way, Brinksy. So that's a good thing. <laughs> But it does require a ton of skill and foresight to know where you have to be on the ice and find those areas. Have you always been that kind of player? Like your progression through minor hockey, 
obviously your first year in, in junior, you know, you get over, you get over 50 tucks, you're playing with McDavid and then eventually Strom and all that. So things are working out well for you, but were you always kind of a pure goal scorer? And I'm reluctant to call you a pure goal scorer. I realize there's more to your game, but has that always been sort of a knack that you've had? Um, yeah, I guess so. I, I never really looked at it like that. I feel like honestly, you don't really think about that until I reach like junior and then people start yeah. calling you like a pure goal scorer. Um, in minor hockey, I just wanted to be the best player I could be and um, try to do it all. So, um, yeah, I guess in, until maybe my year at Lake Forest Academy, um, I kind of figured it out. I, I could score some goals. And um, obviously junior is where that kind of progressed. And then people start calling me a pure goal scorer and um, <clears throat> all that stuff. So in my head, I just try to be the best player and then um, That's fair. You can kind of see what um, some of the like great passers can do at that junior level. And um, I definitely wasn't there yet. So, um, you know, that's kind of where I've, I've still been trying to pick up my game and um, try to be more than just a, just a goal scorer and try yep. to, you know, play make sometimes and just be able to control the puck and control the play. Nice. Uh, two questions. Can you score 50? I hope so. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, obviously, yeah, I feel like if if you can stay consistent throughout the season, I think that's the hardest thing to do as a goal scorer is stay consistent. And um, I probably was on pace last year for, you know, a couple weeks or whatever it may be, and then you hit a slump and you, you fall behind. So I think it's all consistency. And, um, you know, I think that's the biggest part about um, scoring goals. Yeah. And, and obviously having really good line mates too, to help you out. Right. So have you had any discussions at all with your German potential German counterpart on that line and Tim Stutzla? And if you have spoken to him, what was said? Um, yeah, we just, he texted me um, right after the trade too. And just same stuff. Excited to have you. Yeah, we haven't generic, too much. Like, um, yeah. I'm hoping to I'm going to Ottawa a little bit earlier in August, so um, I'm not sure when he's getting in there, but we'll, we'll probably talk closer that date and see if we can, um, you know, talk a little bit more about it. So uh, I'm looking forward to playing with him, and um, I've definitely watched some of his clips, and he looks very good and, and yep. can control the play. And, um, you know, it's always nice to have a centerman that can, you know, <clears throat> get up the center of the ice quick and um, be able to control that puck and, and, and move it out whenever – he wants really so um yeah. i'm excited for that right on speaking of talks has there been uh, any word that you know of of contract extension chatter um no not that i know of um i think they talked briefly my agent and, and pierre and um i think both of them just thought it's probably better to um see the fit first obviously um it's a big change for yeah. you know, the team and me. And, um, you know, I just, yeah, I just guess I'll leave it at that, but it's a good uh, answer. I am obviously looking forward to being there and, um, definitely open to signing a long contract, but, um, it's, it's just seeing the, the fits, right. Uh, last thing I want to talk about with Chicago is, uh, you said in one of your previous interviews, you've had battles in the past with Patrick Kane. I just want to know what battles those are. Yeah, uh, we yeah we're we're both very competitive. So 
Um, it's never pretty when we're on different teams in the scrimmage and in, in practice or, um, you know, sometimes even games. I'm not sure if you guys saw the clip, but it was actually in Ottawa last year um, <clears throat> where we were battling a bit all game. And um, I ended up just having enough of it and the camera caught me at the good time. So, um, but I mean, yeah, he, he's one of my really good friends. So it, it's nothing personal. I think we both just want to be the best we can. And, um, you know, we're both so competitive. So when we, when we go out there and we're not having a good game, it's, it's frustrating. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've definitely had our battles, but it's more like brothers battling and, um, you get over it right in 10 minutes and, it is what it is. So well, and that's uh, what that's what makes you guys so good, right? I mean, that chemistry and the comfort of being able to talk to each other in a transparent way and being like, listen, man, like pick it up. And you might get into a bit of a battle, but a lot of people don't understand that as players in that environment, like you, you can have a beer with them right after the game, like nothing happened, right? So I admire yeah, that. And I'm sure you'll get there with the, your new teammates at some point too. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Maybe not right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to send the wrong message, tearing the script off. Tim Stutzel in front of cameras in training camp. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, I'll wait a bit for that, but um, good on. yeah, no, just very competitive. So that's that's pretty much what I chalk it up to. and. Um, yeah, well, I want to win. So that's, that's the goal. Awesome. Uh, Claude Giroux, if you don't know, is much the same. So I'll be interested to see then how you two play out on the ice. Cause he's as fiery as they come. Um, since you are a Michigan guy, I'm going to say you're not too concerned about the Ottawa winters. No, I've heard they come a little bit earlier and stay a little <laughs> bit longer, but, um, no, it shouldn't be a problem. I'm used to the cold. Um, yeah, it might be a little bit different with the longer winter, but um, yeah, nothing I can't handle. <laughs> Very good. Uh, speaking of, you have a small connection to Ottawa, if you will. Your brother played a year in the uh, CCHL with Nepean and Cumberland. Um, I guess, did what did he say anything about Ottawa? I don't know how much he kind of remembers or got to hang out when his time was here. Yeah, he played a year there, so um, yeah, he really liked it when he was here um has a lot of buddies from Ottawa so um I think I visited maybe one time so I, I obviously don't remember too much about it but um when he played here he, he had a great time and um yeah I think he has nothing but good things to say and um really enjoyed it do you hate the Leafs um I guess I do now, right? <laughs> you well, you grew up a Michigan guy. I just assumed already you hated the Leafs. Um, no, my mom's from Toronto, so um, oh boy, oh yeah. But no, we were never Michigan or we were never Toronto fans. Um, my grandparents lived there for quite a bit, and uh, but we never we were always straight Red Wings fans, and um, didn't really stray from that. So. I, I wouldn't say I hate the Leafs. I honestly hated Chicago more growing up than than anyone. And um, obviously, it's whoever I'm playing for is where my parents are fans of. So no no problems there. So and I was going to ask you about being a Chicago fan since or being a Chicago draft pick since you you grew up a, a Wings fan. Like when you put that crest on the first time, was it was it hard? You're like, oh, of all the teams right now. <laughs> no, not at all. It was uh, definitely a dream come true. I mean, obviously draft day you can go anywhere so um you're just happy to be picked and it's such a cool experience to go through and honestly looking back I wish I was obviously less stressed and could enjoy the moment more um but yeah putting on that jersey was awesome um 
definitely really cool. And just being drafted to the NHL is, is like I said, a dream come true. And that's what you play for. And you play to play in the NHL and uh, obviously win a Stanley Cup. So still looking to, to do that last thing. And, um, you know, hopefully it happens soon. Uh, I know you get to uh, you played in Detroit, obviously, before. Um, you will play your first game as a senator in Detroit on December the 17th, the day before your birthday. You don't get to spend a lot of time there because you play the next night, I think, in Minnesota. Uh, is that a game you're excited for, just your friends and family to see you as a senator now? Yeah, for sure. I think I'll have a lot of friends and family at that game. Um, I think we play them three times in like two weeks there. Yeah. So um, a lot of we'll get a lot of the wings. I have a couple of good friends on the wings. So, um, those are always games I circle and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to play there. Uh, Calvin DeHaan, who you may not know, owns a brewery called Ridge Rock, Ridge Rock Brewery. It's a sponsor of our show. So I did reach out to him a few times to ask about you. I didn't get much info. Uh, he told me you like Coke as <laughs> in the soft drink. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Coke. Yeah. Cola. Yeah. Is, is that as exciting as Alex Dabrinkit gets? Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm a pretty boring guy. I don't do much. Um, Coke and ice cream are my two uh, <laughs> two downfalls. But um, right now, honestly, I'm trying to cut back on the Coke. So I, I come into <laughs> camp in good shape. So um, I've definitely been cutting down on it. And I'll probably during the season, I'll probably get right back into it. But Back on the um, wagon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, um, yeah, those are, those are my two, uh, probably favorite things. Do you have a special talent? No, I don't think so. What, like, so, no, no one's told me one yet. So to all like, so to go one further from Wally, what do you do for fun? Like, do you golf? Do you go outside? Do you, what do you do? Um, yeah, golf, spend some time on the lake, um, yeah, I feel like golf is, is something I try to do as much as possible. I really like it. Get to hang out with friends, um, you know, get out of the house. So that's probably my my favorite hobby, I would say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty boring, like I said. <laughs> At least you're honest doing. about it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm, I'm the okay. same. Who would you put in your foursome? So three other players would be your ultimate foursome. Oh, um, like my friends, like in the league? Anybody. No, 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 no. Anybody. Celebrities, Any- people that are alive, people that have yeah. died. Oh, okay. Name okay. It. Um, I mean, I think you got to put Tiger Woods there. Um, I like Steph Curry a lot, so I would maybe throw him in there. And um, hmm. It's tough on the spot because you got so many names to choose from, right? Try to think of. Um, <clears throat> Sheesh. We stopped him. There's there's, yeah, there's seven billion people. Just alive say Brady right Kachuk just... and all the fans in Ottawa will love <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, you're I'll captain. Brady there you Kachuk, go. Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux, and Stutzel. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> what do you know, like about Brady? Not necessarily as a a leader, but when you were playing against him, it's only a couple times a year. But like, is he just a, a, I guess, a pain in the ass? Is he a guy you guys talk about in the locker room when you have to play against the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, I mean, he definitely is not fun to play against. He's uh, always in your face. Um, he's obviously very skilled, too. He can make plays, and he's not just out there to stir up trouble. So, um, 
you know, I think it's going to be fun playing on the same team as him and not against him. So I'm definitely excited for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, he seems like he is obviously a great leader. I mean, being so young and having the seat, he's got to be a good leader. And, um, you know, I think everyone in that room really likes him. So um, I haven't heard any bad things about him other than people that don't know him and play against him. So uh, that's about it. That's fair. Uh, you. You've talked, and I've heard uh, Claude Giroux talk about just the locker room. Is it, and Meth, maybe you can weigh in on this too, because since you've been part of locker rooms, is it that big a deal for everybody to use these catchphrases about, well, the chemistry is really good, or does it actually have an impact on how this season or seasons will progress in people's careers here? Yeah, I mean, I think chemistry in the locker room is bigger than people probably give credit. Um Obviously, if you're excited to go to the rink every day and you love everybody in that locker room, it's way easier to battle for them and, um, you know, really put everything on the line for them in a game. So, um, you know, when there's I mean, I've never run into this problem, but, um, you know, some guys you don't like on a, in the locker room, it's it's tough to really battle for them and, um, you know, just enjoy being at the rink I guess if you're always running to people you don't like and I think yeah. that's something from the first day I uh you know got traded everyone's I had probably five guys reach out to me saying you're gonna love the yeah. locker room the, the the chemistry in the locker room is unbelievable and it's just a fun team to play for so um, I'm yeah. definitely excited about that no it's a real thing I mean my first couple of years in Columbus at the time we had a we had a dog shit team but but the <laughs> room was even worse like we had a couple guys like Rick Nash, I think at the time, I don't know if he, I think he was our captain at that point, but he was pretty quiet. And we had a lot of older guys with chips on their shoulders that were on their way out of the league. And it was just like this toxic environment. So to your point, totally true. I mean, if you've got a good group where you're looking forward to coming in and going to work. And then you mentioned like, it's tough to battle. I get it. Like we had a couple super vets, you know, some of those vets that like, were just, just shitty. It, you don't see it as much yeah. anymore in the league, but it was around more when I was younger and oh man it was horrible like there were days I didn't want to go in I just wanted to stay home and obviously that's changed a lot over the years so it's good to hear and I'm sure you're not going to run into that issue in Ottawa because everybody always talks up how great that group is yeah for sure and I think that was one thing about Chicago last year is we actually had a, a great locker room but we just couldn't figure it out on the ice so that's tough um, I mean that happens too and, and you like being around everybody but it just doesn't click so um yeah. you know I'm hoping it it clicks here and um, we can do some some fun things for a while. Uh, did did DJ Smith chirp you when you guys met? <laughs> yeah, we haven't met in person yet, but over the phone, yeah, he uh, he always brings back that uh, OHL finals loss for me. Um, obviously, win for him. Um, then they went on to the Memorial Cup to win that too. So um, he's definitely got that over me. So I'm sure that's not the last time I'll hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better that way because that's he won't hold a grudge and then keep you off the ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. True. So uh, one of the questions we had for Claude Giroux, and it, it's a great debate for us, doesn't matter, I'm going to assume about the players, is who gets the power play time? So have you looked at the number of guys that could be on the first power play unit and how you figure this all out? Yeah, I think um, it's going to be fun. I think there's always that battle. And I think obviously if you have two good units, it makes life easier for everyone. Um, I mean, the pressure is not all on one unit to get it done. And obviously you want to be the guys to get it done, but 
Um, if something's not clicking that game, you always have that second unit to fall back on. And, um, you know, if both units can be doing well, it just makes your team so much better. I think special teams are so important in the game today as there's so many penalties. And, um, you know, I think you can just really take over a game in that. So I think it will be a lot of fun to see who's on what. And I think it's going to be a battle of two units. So it's uh, some friendly competition. Either you watched Claude's interview with us <laughs> and repeated the same answer, or you guys are on the same page. Either way, it makes Wally very happy. So that's good. very political. Very yeah, good. The only thing answer. I saw from his interview was uh, you chirping him about uh, how he slowed down. <laughs> no, the word the word was regressed. I was trying to sound intelligent, and I used that word, but I was referring to his age. You know, I'm not even going to address it right now. But thanks for bringing it up, Brinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the best. See, I've told Meth all along that nobody watches the show. There's no known players. And Claude was the first guy. Yeah, I watched Claude, the last show. Claude wasn't watching it. His buddies all live in Ottawa, and somebody <laughs> probably fired him a text saying, look at this doucher, Mathot, and listen to what he said about you. That's probably what happened. Anyway, let's move on. So did you go back and check any of our show, Alex? <laughs> uh, no, that was honestly the only clip I okay, saw. Okay, good. Yeah, no, social media clip. We are, by the way, I'm very excited that you are part of this organization. I like this is a bona fide, true potential 50 goal guy since in the first since Danny Heatley to be in the lineup. Yeah, that, no pressure, Brick City. Like, no that's pressure, a, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exciting for fans. Like, can you feel the fan excitement despite not being in the city right mm -hmm. now of how people are jacked to see you uh, put a jersey on and light it up? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, I mean, I see some tweets roll through and um i think you just kind of get the sense like on on twitter and stuff like that that fans are really excited about this group and think we can do something special and um yeah i mean i think it's it's really exciting like i said to go to a team that's moving in the right direction obviously with such a young core um you know i think it's a place that could be good for for quite a long time here so um, I'm definitely excited to, to join that and um, see how it goes. Do you have any superstitions? Um, rituals? Yeah, I have a, a routine on game day that I do. I don't know if I – I mean, some of the stuff's definitely superstitious, but um, for the most part, I feel like I just get in a groove on game days and kind of do the same thing. And um, But if I miss something, I, I try not to let it mess with my mind. So – that's kind of something I've learned uh, throughout my five years in the league is uh, like in junior, I had so many superstitions and I was like, if I missed one, I'm, uh, I'm done. So um, you play so many games that it's so hard to do the same thing every day. So pretty much pick a couple like major things um, of my routine that I want to get done and then um, do that. And otherwise I just kind of try to have fun when I'm at the rink and, um, I like to play soccer a lot before games. So that's pretty much my warm up, and I just uh, have fun with the guys. <clears throat> Are you like a big handshake guy in the line before you take to the ice or bump the goalie or any of that stuff? Um, no, not really. Um, I probably had a, a couple of handshakes, but I'm usually, well, in Chicago, I was one of the first ones out. So um, I didn't get to just sit there and do handshakes with everyone. So um, maybe one or two guys that I, that I had one with. Who's quieter, you or Jonathan Taves? Um, 
Probably me, I think. Well, I don't know. It depends. I think Taser, um, he he gets out of his shell a little bit when he's, um, I don't know, when he's around the guys. I think it's, I don't want to say a persona for the media, but um, somewhat. And I think it's obviously easier to be yourself when you're just in a locker room full of your buddies. So um, yeah. I think we all have fun. And, um, but I'm pro- I would say I'm probably quieter. You, uh, you do have a good personality and, and you can see on the ice how much you love to play the game. Would you ever try like a Trevor Zegras lacrosse style type goal? <laughs> um, I would love to, but I don't think I'm skilled enough for it. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I can't pick it up. So, um, really? I would probably say no, I would never try it. Just the fact that if I didn't get it, then it would look stupid. So, um, I like to stick to the basics one-timers and stuff like that. So, <laughs> probably won't see me doing any of that. No. All right. Uh, three NHL fights. Your first one was, uh, is in Nashville, if I'm not mistaken, was a giant man. Um, yeah. Irwin. All right. Oh, sorry you, who is it matt Irwin. Irwin. that's what it was matt Irwin. i like um are you okay to not drop the mitts um yeah i mean it's not the first thing i want to do but <laughs> um i mean i'm willing to stand up for my teammates and obviously stand up for myself too so um when i'm on the ice it's a whole different story i'm not necessarily scared of anybody I mean, maybe a couple guys in the league that i wouldn't fight but um, if it comes down to it, I'm, I'm willing to fight and, um, you know, do whatever I need to do. So, uh, I think that specific fight, there was a scrum. Um, yeah. I think you came to the defense Keith. Yeah. got hit bad and it, uh, ended up, we ended up dropping the gloves. So, um, like I said, I'm willing to, but yeah. it's not, I don't want to spend five minutes in the box most of the time. Your Yanni Gord tilt was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that one was probably he got the best of me. <laughs> um, my emotions took over, and um, that's he was. It was we were on a power play actually, and um, he was kind of running around. I think I passed the puck, and he like punched me in the head behind the net, and then yeah. he went up to Kaner and cross checked Kaner. I'm like, okay, like let's go. This is too much. So that one, I was just a little emotional. So. Uh, that's what happened there. Uh, all good. Um, you had an A last year, uh, I think for home games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, do you like that leadership role? And, and even if you don't get the letter, as we all know in locker rooms, it doesn't mean anything per se. Uh, do you look forward to taking on a, a leadership role despite only being uh, turning 25 uh, here in December? Yeah, I think um, I definitely learned to be a better leader in Chicago. Um, <clears throat> we had a lot of young guys as well there but my past two years. So, um, yeah, I like to show my leadership, but um, I'm probably not the loudest guy in the locker room, like you guys know. And um, I kind of try to show my leadership on the ice and um, try to do the right things um, all the time and kind of hopefully they can feed off of that. So that's kind of the way my leadership goes. Obviously I'll say something if, if it's needed, but um, I'm pretty quiet. So I don't really just rah, rah in the locker room and <clears throat> try to go out there and just do my best on the ice and um, show my leadership qualities that way. Will you miss Chelsea dagger? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted, but I'm ready to move on. Do, do you have if you could pick a goal song, what would it be? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't even I honestly it. I just don't even hear the goal song. So it doesn't like enough. I'm just so excited if we score or something. It's just like you don't even hear it at some point. If you're on the bench, you hear it. But when you're playing, I don't really hear it. So uh, fair enough. Uh, favorite goal you've ever scored? Um, you got some good questions today. That's rare. So we're just, (laughs) um, I think, I think scoring an overtime goal is always great. So, um, I have a couple fun ones that we've had, but not, there's not really any meaningful goals. So it's, hard to go back and obviously a playoff goal my overtime goal would be really cool but um no I think maybe one versus Columbus where um in overtime we were on me and Kane were on a two on or two on one and he sauced it over and it kind of bounced after it hit the top of my stick went in the air and I hit it out of air into the net so um that was probably one of my favorite ones uh, that's very nice. Um, I, we don't want to keep you we, we, so you can get back to fishing and enjoying the lovely lakes of Michigan. Um, but we appreciate you stopping by. We look forward to seeing you on the ice and hopefully a playoff berth. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm looking for. So uh, I'm excited. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm sure I'll see you guys in Ottawa soon. Look forward to it. Thanks, Brinksy. Take care. Thanks, Brinksy. Yeah, thanks. As always, thank you very much to our interview, Alex uh, Alex Debrinkat, who uh, fantastic interview. Um, I look forward to obviously Mathis seeing him up and down the wing, hopefully scoring plenty of goals. And a good kid too, right? I, I'm reluctant yeah. to call him a kid, but good interview. Seems like a genuinely nice guy, despite being incredibly boring. Um, but that's probably <laughs> that's probably exactly what this team needs. You can only have so many loud, like gregarious kind of dudes. Yeah. So it's good to have some more level-headed guys mixed in there. The strong silent type. Speaking of which, Craig, welcome hey, to the show as always. Strong silent type. I'll take it. That's good. <laughs> um, I got a question, uh, and Meth, this will be partially for you. Is uh, mostly is we just saw Chris Tierney's wedding. I don't know if you saw it on social media. He just got married. Um, it looked like the background is a cornfield, and it's at night, and there's fireworks going off. It's beautiful. Uh, did you see Tuka Rask's uh, dancing? Dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's pretty good. Uh, so. Uh, it was it looked i mean another phenomenal wedding Matt, what was your wedding like was it full of hockey players yeah we had an issue at some point because um we had a lot Is it of because carl parked somewhere he shouldn't have no we had you know I, I had some extended family members and and probably more so on my side if anything because there's more hockey fans on my side especially on the french side and um some of them were kind of bugging some of the players a little bit you know like you get that obnoxious I won't even mention who in particular, but family member, if you will, yeah. or maybe a friend that just socially doesn't understand that a hockey player doesn't want you barking in his ear for three hours. Yeah. Hey man, uh, what was it like playing with? So like, nobody gives a shit, just sh- shut up and sit down. So eventually I had to get on the mic and like make a very <laughs> vague announcement saying, Hey guys, just a friendly reminder to, it was all men, right? The, the fan, like a lot of the, the hardcore fans, 
women can be hardcore fans too, but in this case, it was all the guys. And I had to give them sort of a bit of a tongue lashing to leave guys like Eric Carlson alone and Mark Stone and, and so on. So we had a good time. It was at, uh, it was out in the country as well. Um, ever, ever more, ever more, ever more. Yeah. yeah. Out towards you, Wally. And then Craig, but, uh, uh, we had a good time. It was a blast. The, the weather was fantastic. And, um, I have nothing else to add. Uh, who all did you, which hockey players you had Carl, you had stoner. Uh, uh, I just oh, want to know who I can bring on the show next as Pajot, guests. Major. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Smitty was, was Smitty there? No, Smitty. We Smitty couldn't ah. come. There was there's probably about ten of them. I can't remember all the guys. I'd have to look. Are you and Turi close? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, when we played together, I mean, I still occasionally talk to him. Yeah, but yeah. it's hard when you kind of move on. You don't really. He's just got an award much. named after him, I think, in BC. So nice because uh, he does a ton of charity stuff. So I was yeah, gonna, yeah, I was gonna dude. reach out to him. I was gonna get you to do that. Um, yeah, we can do that. I'll send him a text. Okay, good. Uh, Craig, where'd you get married? Were you a church uh, wet no, guy? No, no, no. Uh, we did it all like, so actually we're coming up on 17 years, boys. So we're, Ooh. yeah, yeah. That's starting to register here. 17 long years. Oh, you know. look like you're 23. I'll take it though. That's good. He does. Yeah. 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 Seven, like seven, young buck. 17 years in like two weeks here. Uh, we just got married somewhere outside of Ottawa. Like one of those, like kind of like, um, Everything the happened in the same era. place. Yeah, everything happened in the same place. Yeah. Uh, the ceremony, reception. There was That's like, what we did. they also had like llamas there that were just kind of like <laughs> roaming around. So like that was kind of like the weird <laughs> highlight of it. But because I, because we were like the first ones really kind of of our group of friends to get married, right? Maybe we we didn't have as much experience. So we're just like, okay, let's just do it all in one place, whatever, right? So yeah. everybody else has had like probably better weddings than us. But as, as far as like young 20-year-olds, it was okay. It was a good party. Everybody mm. got bombed up and... Made it home, got married, so it worked. Nice. Good. Yeah. What about you, Brian? You got to be coming up on some big numbers here, too. I can't be the only uh, one. Good question. Closing in on 20. Uh, 2004. So yeah, you're coming. So, oh, well, so we got married in Mexico, but the uh, on March 4th, and I was supposed to go to Philadelphia on March 5th for the Sens game against the Flyers because it was the rematch game with Martin Havlat's incident. It ended up being the most penalty minutes in an NHL game. And I missed the game. That's fine. So in 04, you don't have like internet in your room or laptops. You had to go to a kiosk at the count in the lobby. And my wife didn't really want me. She's like, you're on vacation. Let it go. And I wanted, and I started reading and I'm like, I'm reading about this fight. And I was like, I was supposed to be there. That's I was always upset about that part. That would have been fun. Well, I hope you hold it against Lisa. I'm sure I do. Totally. (laughs) do. That's good. Because uh, Mike, Michael Whalen, who went, for me, for TSN, almost got into a fight with, I think, Tim Panaccio from Philadelphia in front of Jacques Martin in the scrum. And mm. I was like, oh, it would have been gold. Anyway, that's all that happened. Um, all right. Well, uh, Matt, did you, by the way, the last question, Matt, did you have, did you do dancing? Oh, yeah. We had a live band come in uh, and they were fantastic. And we had a DJ Did you well, dance? So, yeah, yeah. Of course I danced. I was on the D floor for a while. Um it was a good time. I don't really have anything interesting other than yes, I danced and we had good music and everyone was hammered. I didn't, yeah, I didn't figure you'd dance. What, what about yeah. this, Matthew? What was the best like hockey wedding you went to? Like, because you've had a bunch of players here. Oh, I'm sure you've stoners. been to some others. Yeah, I figured that might be the easy answer, but is there like yeah, another? They're all sneak- different. I mean, they're all different. Yeah, like because like Carlson's was really cool because it was downtown at the art center and then 
um, had a beautiful setup. Like some of these guys are very, like, you know, they have very elaborate weddings. Then you can make an argument that like we go to some of the, like my, uh, my wife, Ellie, she's got a bunch of uh, friends she grew up with. Um, and two of those weddings that we had gone to recently were Lebanese weddings. Okay. Those are insanely fun. Like yeah. the amount of money these people pour into their weddings, the, the traditional, kind of like a traditional Italian wedding, mm-hmm. very similar where the food is over the top. The bands are over the top. We have another one coming up. Um, the Hannah's, I think they're the, the Gabriel's uh, owner's daughter. And that's in September. So we're looking forward to that one too. That's at St. Elias church. Um, but yeah, those are those, honestly, the reason why I'm saying that is those are usually better than the hockey ones. They're just better. Cause the hockey ones are different, right? Cause people yeah. can be a little more subdued because you got a group of NHL players. So some people are a little too shy to maybe open up a little more than they want to, or go and just go crazy on the dance floor. And then the hockey guys are a little quiet too. Sometimes it all depends. You yeah. have to create a good environment, have a good t- tight knit group of people and everybody has fun. Tuka Rask, by the way, if you see that stuff on social media. wild. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a look at it. I'll Milan Lucic and Brad Marchand and those guys. Yeah. Just, yeah. It looks, looks pretty good all right um i'm gonna uh lather up and get to the beach so i'm not gonna think about how you just said that that's okay (laughs) i thought i would end the show on that (laughs) the the visual is gross i didn't like that gonna have to go pour bleach in my eyes (laughs) all right boys take care we'll see you next time okay bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.